This is The Capital View with Travis Portwood, Chief Investment Officer with Allen Capital Group. August 2023. Stay in your lane. One iron rule of investing is what looks inevitable in hindsight was far from evident at the time. A reality highlighting the importance of managing portfolio risk. Controlling risk should always be at the top of an investor's mind. Attempting to maximize gains or minimize losses 100% of the time won't get us where we want to go. Our goal is to stay in the game for the long run. Achieving this goal requires not being forced out by fear or poor positioning. The real danger isn't market volatility. It's poor behavior in the wake of volatility. Following a swift rise through the first seven months of 2023, markets exhaled in August. Pressured by concerns the Fed will keep interest rates higher for longer, U.S. markets crept lower during the month. The S&P 500 fell 1.59%, snapping a five-month winning streak. A lackluster economic data out of China and a growing belief the country may be uninvestable sank emerging markets 6.16% during the month. Treasury yields inched higher as investors contemplated the Fed's next move, slightly pressuring bond prices. The U.S. aggregate and universal bond indexes were off less than a percent for the month. Once again, Wall Street suffered through the dog days of August. Twenty twenty three has been kind to investors so far. However, difficult questions remain. How long will the Fed hold rates higher to battle inflation? How does next year's election factor into their decisions? As history suggests, does the inverted yield curve forewarn another recession? Senior Wealth Advisor Randy Korth said he's never seen a more challenging environment during his 30-plus years in the industry. He's right. We've never been here before. History may not repeat exactly, but it does rhyme. When times are uncertain... It's best to seek counsel from specialists of a negative art, bond managers. Their primary concern is improving performance not by finding winners, but by avoiding losers. Our friends at TCW, one of the largest, most reputable bond managers in the world, hear a familiar tune emerging from TCW. We're seeing ghosts too. The ghosts of past recessions the ghost of 2008-2009 global financial crisis, the post-NASDAQ crash ghosts of 2001 and 2002, the savings and loan crisis Iraq war ghosts of 1990, the pandemic-induced ghosts of 2020, and even the Volcker ghosts of severe back-to-back recessions in the early 1980s to combat double-digit inflation. Each of these ghosts had a common connection. They were all preceded by Fed tightening cycles, almost all of which were less aggressive than the current one. Short memories. It's different this time. 
the four most dangerous words in investing. When we want something to be true, we'll search for information that supports our thinking or invent ways to justify our beliefs. It's called confirmation bias, and we all do it. There's plenty of recent evidence that gives the Goldilocks soft landing tribe reason to believe this time is different. The S&P 500 is up double digits year to date. High yield and investment grade credit spreads have compressed below long-term averages. Markets expect third quarter GDP to be at least 2% and as high as 5%. The consumer price index and producer price index retreated from their 2022 highs. Inflation has fallen while we've continued to add net jobs and unemployment remains near record lows. Some people thought this spring's banking crisis would trip up the economy. That didn't happen. Other folks thought all the tech layoffs would push us into recession. Again, it didn't happen. The Fed wants to destroy job openings, not jobs. So far, so good. It may not last, but right now, it appears we're moving back towards the slow-growth environment that preceded the COVID-19 crisis, referred to as the 2% world. Fantasy or reality? Time will tell. The Federal Reserve started lifting interest rates 16 months ago, and there are a couple of explanations why Fed hikes haven't yet meaningfully slowed down the economy. The Fed isn't sure if the continued economic strength is attributable to rates not being high enough, or if the lagged effects of rate hikes are taking longer than usual to pulse through the economy. Against this backdrop, a soft landing is hard to imagine. If inflation recedes and growth remains strong, fears of reigniting inflation will point the Fed to maintaining higher rates for longer than markets expect. A recession may become the precondition for a dovish Fed. Elections next year are a wild card. Economists often attempt to predict what the economy will do, but economic predictions require predicting what politicians will do, and nothing is more unpredictable. The cost of achieving the holy grail of 2% inflation may be too costly, economically and politically. Meanwhile, markets continue to discount the probability of a hard landing. Bond markets generally are not priced for a recession, with spreads tight compared to history. Thanks to AI optimism and rosy views of future Fed policy, stock markets continue to run free from the shackles of higher interest rates. Today, investors have become incredibly dependent on the government to rescue everything. We've seen the Greenspan put, the Bernanke put, a Yellen put. We're still determining if Jerome Powell can follow suit, tipping the economy into recession and immediately providing the put. On the other hand, with Silicon Valley Bank, we changed all the rules around deposit insurance to stabilize the banking system. Plagued by short memories, moral hazard continues to climb. We would benefit by paying attention to history, recalling an era when the Fed didn't rescue everything. Imagine a bear market that didn't immediately lead to a buying opportunity. Viewed through that lens, we'll focus more on controlling risk than stretching for a return. Arms race. The 1990s had one extraordinary idea. The internet will change the world. 
opportunities were endless and market momentum priced internet companies euphorically. But hordes of these internet companies had precisely the same idea and no others, spawning throngs of undifferentiated products. No single sector is so influential that merely participating in it will be enough to achieve sustained greatness. Remember MySpace, Prodigy, Webvan, or eToys? Regardless of how much our world demands advancements in productivity, only companies that offer superior solutions for specific productivity problems will prosper longer term. Artificial intelligence, or AI, emerging today will also change the world. Like the internet, AI makes people feel optimistic about future productivity. Optimism served as rocket fuel for AI-related companies, towing equity markets along for the ride in 2023. History tells us when indefinitely optimistic investors bet on a general idea and mindlessly fund companies that lack specific business plans, the result is usually a bubble. How long the bubble lasts or how far it inflates is anyone's guess. But we all know what happens when the rocket runs out of fuel. Like the rise of the internet, predicting the next 20 years of AI or AI-spawned industry is all but impossible. Regardless of their price today, only some companies benefiting from the AI surge can be tomorrow's winners. The companies that win the AI arms race aren't the ones that develop a single product or component. Instead, it's the ones who can integrate many elements into one superior product. Those reading this on iPhones have proof in the palm of their hands. Conclusion. Weaving through a web of inflation data, economic growth, jobs data, and commentary from the Fed, investors had thrown off the yoke of higher interest rates so far in 2023. Yet, we must contend with declining corporate profits, a deeply inverted yield curve, and fading fiscal stimulus, a thorny environment ripe for shocks. Mark Allen, our CEO, says we'll eventually encounter traffic jams during our investment journey, in bull and bear markets. We won't get through the mess faster hopping between lanes. We'll only compound the problem while increasing our chances of getting into an accident. Our best game plan is to stay in our lane. Work with your advisor to understand and manage your risk beforehand. They'll be in the passenger seat helping you recognize your lane and why you must stay in it. When the going gets tough, we all could use help. In the short term, investing can be risky. But in the long term, not investing is a disaster. This has been Travis Portwood, Chief Investment Officer with Allen Capital Group.